everyone. Welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is episode 98 on December 8th, 2021. My name is Sarah and I'm here with Tyler. How are you, Tyler? I'm pretty good, thank you. What makes you pretty good today? Uh, hmm, good question. <laughs> I just, I don't have anything to complain about. Uh, I'm not tired. Wow, you're not old today. Yeah. What a change. No, I mean, I don't, yeah, don't have anything special planned tonight, so... Oh, we can watch Dope Sick. Yeah, we can watch episode <gasps> six. Yeah, yeah six, six of Dope Sick. Oh, okay. that's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. No, now today is a good day. Yeah. Not that it wasn't before. We had Beachwood <laughs> today, so true. It, it was ultra good. We Very had true. the holiday flavors. <laughs> Have you been up to anything interesting in the past week? Interesting? No. <laughs> Just more Pokemon and Animal Crossing. I'm trying to get to be Pokemon as fast as I can because, you know... Gotta gotta beat all the games, and gotta. I said I'd play Horizon, so I really gotta get on that train. Every day I keep um, thinking of starting Animal Crossing already for my mm. Animal Crossing New Leaf 365. Right. Uh, and I keep telling myself no, because I gotta finish the Christmas stuff from New Horizons first. I gotta get the big Christmas tree this year, and once I have that, then I can start New Leaf. Um, but yeah, that's that's currently what I'm doing. How about you? <laughs> You know, more of the same. Uh, finishing up the current MLB grind. Well, then there's another grind that just started, actually. Well, two-part grind. I told you before, I was still trying to do the trout grind. Yes. Mike trout grind. And now there's... <clears throat> with there being a new season of Battle Royale just started, um, I've realized it's easier than ever now to... If I put a little bit of time into that, and by a little bit, I mean play a couple, maybe a couple games a day, um, I, I can probably get the Griffey collection done as well. So... When is there not a grind in that game? Yeah, the game, they're doing a very good job of keeping, <laughs> like, when you think you're good, like, okay, I got everything now. Oh, no, there's more now. Yeah. Oh, and there's more, so. Yeah, for, like, the hardcores like you, like, they have you hooked. They have your timeline down. Yes, they're very good at, but that's the thing I like about the game, too, is that, yeah, you can obviously be, like, a pro Twitch streamer and play 10, 12 hours a day and, you know, unlock all the cards right away. Or someone like me who plays maybe one and a half, two hours a day. As long as you're a good good player of the game, you, even with just two hours a day, you can still do everything. I have pretty much still maxed out most things in that game. Yep. And I'm not playing it like, you know, eight hours a day, right? Nope. So. And you didn't put any extra money into it this year. Like, right? this is yep. you just playing and having fun. Yep. And it exactly. being like your game. That's right. And then, you know, new Apex uh, event just started, the winter event. Watson. Yeah. And plus the holiday train is back. Winter Express yes. train is, is that back. what it's called? Winter Express, yeah. I thought it had to do with, what was Mirage's thing then? Mirage Voyage. Mirage Voyage. Yeah, I need to bring that back too. That's such a good... Yeah. I love that part. But yeah, so everything on my... Like I said, I haven't played anything new, unfortunately, recently. And that probably won't happen until after the holidays, to be honest. Just you get some on. time off, though. Like, um, Yeah, like I'll play during the holidays. Yeah. But I'm saying the, the, the two weeks leading up to the holidays, you and I have stuff to do. That's you know, true. Family obligations and that, so... Holidays. <laughs> no chilling on the holidays. No couple movies i gotta see mm, the spidey mans yeah but um yeah, i don't really have much else to say on that front um i think you mentioned me earlier we have an email sure do you okay email from daniel says hey guys i will be playing only two games on the new on the new year oh battlefield and battlefield <laughs> <laughs> and sprinkle in some nhl oh boy yep is he uh, loving the battlefield that much yeah, he talks about it at work a lot. Awesome. Yeah. We need to maybe get Dan set up on a, a little Twitch so I can watch oh, him play. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> well, somebody fell off of their Twitch this year, so they got to do better next year. Yes, that will be a goal for. Yes. Yeah, we got. We're gonna. We have everything we need. <laughs> we just got to plug you in. He also mentions at the bottom of his email. He says, "December twenty second. What time am I coming over for live viewing of the hundredth episode?" <laughs> no, you're participating. You um, are part of it. Yep. You have to. So. I know. You're going to be an active participant, man. Yep. That's what Sarah's saying. So we already have plans. Making the lists. Checking mm-hmm. them twice. <laughs> well, we appreciate the email, Dan, as always. Um, yeah. Hopefully we get uh, some more emails from you guys. Well, I, I yeah, I, I, we're going to, I'm going to draft up a couple of questions, I think in advance for the hundredth episode. Ooh. I want to get some responses on the hundredth episode email. Like, I mean, after the hundredth comes out, we'll get some responses. Oh, okay. It's not oh, the I got to respond. Um, so anyways, uh, main topic tonight. It's funny. I had a topic in mind this morning. Uh, I even drafted notes on my phone and everything. And I think it's a decent topic to revisit again at some point. I didn't want to do it tonight only because the topic is kind of a negative thing. I mean, it's mm. about movies, but it's more about like people, like actors who didn't enjoy the roles they were doing. Oh, interesting. But I don't understand where you're coming from. You know what from. I mean? So yeah. it's interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll revisit it in the future. But cool. given the holiday season and everything, I kind of want to keep positive vibes up here. Mm. I don't want to talk about negative things, as okay, entertaining okay. as it may be. <laughs> so, but I still want to keep it movie related for okay. this one. So fair warning to those who want to drop off now. Say, oh man, he's talking about movies again. <laughs> you know, I, Paul, I my plan for... 2022 is to have a little more structure like i want to plan out a few weeks in advance what my mm. schedule is going to look like so i can try and keep you guys like on a you know on a rotating schedule so that it's not oh. always the same kind of, kind of topics every week right so a little many, more variety so many 2022 things that you would like to do oh i know we all know <laughs> but uh what if i keep you to it what if what if we do this you have to i'm gonna oh no <laughs> oh no the stakes are higher but uh, so, like I said, the main topic today, it's, I don't have, there's not a huge structure to this. I don't have a big list. I don't have um, notes. I, yeah, no notes on this one, really. It's just off the top of my head, but I think it'll just kind of, hopefully it just kind of flows organically here. And I want to get some input from you too, as much as I'll probably do most of the talking. Um, and you'll see why in a second, but uh, <laughs> I think you can still get some input, obviously. Okie dokie. So I'm posing the question to you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Why do you think I like movies so much? Oh. Just off the top of your head response. Don't think too hard about it. I would just, have said like just because it's something you grew up with. Like it's it's just like something ingrained in you where like I don't like movies as much because I didn't watch a lot of movies as a kid where you, I think you like lived movies. But do you think at some point in my life there was a shift as to how I viewed movies in a different way? Like you appreciate, like your appreciation yeah. for them? Right. Um, I would say probably like in your preteens, you probably appreciated. I think you appreciated them more than most people do. Most people in their teen years would not appreciate dramas like you did. Stuff like that. Yeah, that's fair. I would even go a step further and say, uh, for me, just the way that I saw filmmaking in a different light mm. was uh, my, well, this is my first year, my only year that I attended at Brock University. When I took a film studies course. Yep. I remember I was sat in film. Yeah. And because uh, again, like you said, I mean, yeah, I had always loved from, you know, as a kid, I loved movies uh, growing up. And then, like you said, different appreciation for certain genres as I grew into my uh, mid, you know, what do you call it? Mid teens? Is that the word you use for it? I don't know. Pre-teen? No. Middle school. Middle school years going mm, into high school, right? Okay. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until I was, you know, 18, 19, you know, going into 
university, not knowing what I wanted to do. So just taking a lot of general courses to try and find my find my footing. But one thing I thought, like, ah, film studies course, that sounds kind of cool. Because, you know, and the funny thing is in my head, I went into the course thinking, you know, you, you just, what, I'm going to take a course just to go watch movies and write a couple of essays on them. That sounds easy enough, right? Mm. So it wasn't until I took the course that I realized, oh, you know, I'm not watching like Toy Story or, um, you know, Transformers or something in mm-hmm. here. Like you're watching like older films, you know, like even movies I'd seen, you know, stuff I'd at least heard of before. You know, it's like Casablanca, Citizen Kane. Psycho? Gone with the Wind. Hmm? Was Psycho? We didn't watch Psycho, no, no? but... But, but you know, and there's a little bit of liberty that the professor gave us. You know, if he gives you an assignment, you know, like, go find a film that fits this criteria and then write, you know, blah, blah, blah about it, whatever the essay um, material was. Right. right. And I think, actually, I think that course is partially responsible for me getting into my love of Westerns. Okay. I remember watching a few... Growing up, I didn't watch a lot of Westerns. Um, I remember your grandpa did, though. He loved yes, them. Yes, <laughs> my grandfather did. Um but that was like the old TV. I'm not even talking about like the John Wayne, like Clint Eastwood stuff. We're talking like old, just like 1950s and 60s Western TV shows, like the oh. black and white stuff you'd see on uh, if I went over to his house to watch, you know, TV on a weekend or something. Right. But no, like I remember watching, uh, or one of the, for, I can't remember exactly what the assignment was, but I I chose to watch a Western that I'd never heard of before, uh, and it was star it starred uh, John Wayne and Jimmy Stewart, and it was called The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Okay. And it was black and white Western. Can't remember exactly what decade it came out in, but uh, but I love the film. And uh, to me, I mean, like, that's just one example. But I'm just saying, like that, the chorus just opened my eyes to so many things that I didn't really, you know, appreciate about film. For me, films when I was younger was just about the entertainment factor. Yes, you know, is this film flashy? Right, you know, is stuff it, happening all the time. Yeah, you're just there to be wowed, and yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, but taking a film course for me, it was more like, oh, like talking about the cinematography, talking about how, um, the the art direction and the or the, even just the physical direction of a scene, um, can have so much more meaning and interpretation than just what you see on the surface level. Right? Can I ask you a question though? Of course. Yeah. Because, like, as somebody who recently got into video editing. Mm-hmm. Knowing more of how the pie is made has also ruined it for me. Okay, how like so? it's be made me more critical mm-hmm. of how things are put together. Like I'll see a shot of something and be like, "No, you could have done like w- like quick shots or ways something was filmed, like framed or something." Mm-hmm. I, I I'll look at it and be like, "I wish like you would have moved like the camera over two inches to like put this in a different spot so like you could show more in the background." It's like I get I I get more critical watching films now than I used to. Um, I I do like that, but it, it does ruin things for me too. Does it knowing more how the how the pie is made ruin it for you a little bit? No, but I, I'm not an inherently negative person. But <gasps> I'm not, I, I didn't mean to take a shot at you there. I'm just saying. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I know what you're saying. Sometimes, yeah, you watch something and you because see, okay. So here's the thing for me. It might get me a little off track. Of what I was trying to say. Sorry. But, no, it's okay. I'll come back to it. But. When I watch a film for the first time, whether I'm watching it in theaters, at home, you know, streaming, whatever the context may be, when I watch a film for the first time, I'm not overanalyzing anything. I'm mm. just currently, I'm in the moment. I am, I'm not trying to look for a twist or a plot hole in the film. <coughs> you know, I may, uh, uh, you know, in my back of my mind, I'm registering something like, oh, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll think about that later. But like, uh, I'm really just invested in, I'm letting the film miniseries, whatever I'm watching at the moment, I'm letting it just take me in. 
and I want to just go along with that experience until, you know, the credits roll or whatever. And right. then afterwards, I'll think about it. Okay. And then reflect on whether I want to watch it again, which, as you know, is a huge um, point it's for me. It's one watch value. But, uh, yeah, like, I, I don't, you know, nothing bugs me more than, like, walking out of a movie with somebody and then instantly just, like, overanalyzing everything or being, like, you know, they'll talk about something happened midway through the movie, but then they'll complain about something that happened at the end. I'm like, well, you probably weren't paying attention at the end or mm. because you were, over, you were thinking too much about something irrelevant that happened in the first mm. half. Well, we watch movies very differently. We do. Yes. We're like, I am, I don't, I don't want to watch a movie twice. I think that's a waste of time. <laughs> so I want to get as much as I can of it the first time. And if I watch a movie twice, mm-hmm. it must have been amazing. Um, but I think an example where we watch movies very differently was that movie that came out earlier this year that I can't remember. It was on Amazon. And the one with Chris Pratt in it? Yeah. The, the Tomorrow War. Okay, Tomorrow War. Yeah. Where you watched and you loved it. Mm-hmm. And I watched and I was like picking holes through it. Right. Where you wouldn't, you would not have been looking for that the first time you mm-hmm. watched it. Where I, where I am, we learned now, a negative person. I'm just looking for holes. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think we just watch differently and I'm glad you watch it the way you do because you get more enjoyment than I do out of watching movies. Like I said, I mean, there's there's several reasons why people watch movies. I mean, a lot of people use it as an escape from, mm. from the real world, from whatever they're dealing with. Right. Sometimes it's nice to just turn your brain off for a couple of... And when I say turn your brain off, I don't necessarily mean you need to go watch a dumb movie. Nope. Um, just think about something different. Right. But you just want to... Cha- like So, like, usually you're watching something to take your mind off of... Right. Like, so, like, you know, if say, say, for example, you're going through, like, a, a hard separation. You don't want to watch a movie about a divorce. Marriage Story? Most likely. Was that? Not Marriage Story? Right. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> watch Marriage Story if you're going through a tough <laughs> separation. That would be kind of, like, just piling on. But, yeah, uh, definitely for me, like I like I said, I, like, generally speaking, if I go to a movie, I want to be entertained. But at the same mm. time, that's not my main goal of seeing a film. Like, I'll, I'll definitely see a drama or a sad film or a historical film where I know going in the subject matter is going to be tough. Mm. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with being challenged with hard to watch material or um but not gratuitous no like i said that that's a thing that i kind of grew out of in my teenage years yeah. i was okay watching a lot of disgusting horror films where the main point was just to shock you yeah the most gore possible and i never had a problem with that i was never the kind of person who was squeamish so right but yeah over the years i'm like what yeah i don't need to watch movies just for shock value anymore right. uh i do like to get something out of a film like it doesn't have to be like some deep philosophical meaning for like yeah. like I said I can either be entertained by a film it can make me think about a subject matter mm. or some historical material that I, I wasn't aware of before mm-hmm. or, and it's funny like when I remember when I was younger too and when I say younger I don't mean like teenage maybe I mean like in my early 20s um, I used to get annoyed if I went to a theater and people around me were just like distracted like whether it was they're on the cell phones they're talking a lot during the mm-hmm. film, kicking my seat, whatever. Mm-hmm. It would it oh, always. Oh yeah, that I, that sets Tyler off so good. <laughs> That's all you hear about for the next week. Uh, but I've let a lot of that stuff go over the last few years, mm-hmm. just because. Well, a maybe it's just a way I'm just easier tuning it out. But B, it's like because yeah, like the more you're thinking about that stuff, obviously the more it's detracting from what you're taking in. Yeah, you don't want like that to take away from the. Ex- the movie right it's not fair to the movie that no. somebody's kicking your chair exactly like. um and obviously there's ways you can like i i mean over the last few years the the whole thing of like um i don't know what you call it but like you know choosing your seats in the theater okay yeah advanced seating like yeah. 
has made it so much easier to Probably just sit in the back twenty four seven. Well, if you can, but like you know, a lot of times, like too, if you're buying a ticket, say like an hour before the show is going to start, obviously on the seat map you can see where everybody's already sitting. Mm. So if you like, oh, I'm going to sit like, like I don't have a problem with sitting on the side of a movie theater. You know, they have like the side aisles. Yep. I don't have a problem. I don't need to sit like dead center. That doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I also don't have to sit right in the back. It's been years, probably going back to like when I was thirteen, fourteen, when I would actually the only time I ever actually sat like right at the front. You know, like when you're like lean, basically laying oh, backwards and looking up. Oh, I hate that. I've done it a couple times. Do it for like, you know, midnight releases and stuff mm. if you get late tickets. But yeah, right. I, I would never do that intentionally, like sit in the front and be like, no. oh, I'm going to cream I my love, neck up. Yeah, I love going to see my chiropractor because I want to see a movie. <laughs> right. But uh, like I said, you, you know me, I, I've shown you so many YouTube um, videos and, and uh, breakdowns over the years. I love just analyzing film in general. Oh, yeah. Like... Uh, Remember, I, I've shown you a couple of those. Like one of my favorite, like visual directors. So just everything he does with filmmaking, I find genius. Was is David Fincher? I was going to say that. Yes. And I've shown you a couple of the videos of of some talented. I wish I could remember the names right now. So I'm not taking credit for these, but someone on YouTube has done some great uh, analysis work on Fincher's films and how, just how he frames every shot. Yeah. Or amazing. how he moves. Right. How he moves the camera yeah. in tune with the actor and how yeah. it draws you into the scene. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, I would like watching like the bonus features on a DVD or Blu-ray. Oh, sometimes yeah. I, sometimes even the commentary. I liked having yeah. the com- if I got a rewatch, obviously I would have the commentary on. Yep. And uh, Find the finer details. Yeah. I, I love seeing the behind the scenes stuff. And I don't know. I just, I, you know. When's again, the last time you did that? <laughs> right. But again, like when I was younger, you know, it's more just like, it's all surface level. You just, you know, you enjoy the film. You don't really think too much about what goes into it. And then over the years, like I said, starting with me taking that film course and just the way that made me see film a bit differently, uh, you know, I began to appreciate more of the behind the scenes stuff, like what the uh, director of photography does, what the cinematographer does. Yeah. Um, obviously, like music plays a huge part in movies, but, you know, it's not even so much just what the composer does but how the composer and the director decide to use that mm. music within the context of the film okay and uh you know then obviously you know yeah I, for me honestly i have so much respect for screenwriters like screenplays i i find i always find it interesting when you have an example like a well as you know one of my favorite films collateral from 2004 the tom yes. cruise jamie fox film yes. and that screenwriter his name was Stuart Beatty. okay and he has done other screenplays since then, but in my opinion, none of them have come close to what he did with Collateral. And again, a lot of that, again, as good as the script is, it's not all him. I mean, the direct direction was amazing by Michael Mann. He's one of my favorite directors. Mm-hmm. You had Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx giving amazing performances. Mm-hmm. But really, the script is at the heart of that film, I think. Um, I think Ready, Steady, Go. is <laughs> Yeah, the music too, yeah. <laughs> But I just find I always find it interesting when you have screenwriters who are sort of like a flash in the pan, you know, like a one and done, and then they can't really replicate that success. Then you have other screenwriters who can have you know to have multiple great films over like a twenty or thirty year career. Um, but I think it's always hard to every screenwriter I think is going to have some kind of um, bumps in the road. Like not every film they make is going to be amazing, and that could be just for contractual reasons. Maybe they're just pumping, yeah, especially if you're again yeah. you're stuck in like a series yeah like I, I again for like the last 20 years the james bond films have always had the same screenwriters and that That's can be crazy. a good and a bad thing um every once in a while they'll throw a different screenwriter but it's never just like one person doing a bond film it's usually like three or four people collaborating on a screenplay s- right usually screams disaster right um or like you know when you have films you hear the stories about uh 
screenplay comes out and uh, filming starts and the studio or the director isn't happy so they start doing rewrites and redrafts yeah, exactly. of the script they have to bring someone else in to yep. be like a ghostwriter, and yep. it just gets really messy yep but um, like in a way I, I kind of both appreciate and despise what social media and just the way we consume films nowadays has changed so much over the last 10 20 years you know uh, I really do and again you know people can blame it on the pandemic and COVID all they want I mean it obviously had an impact on the film industry but mm-hmm. I really do hope that films and theaters don't just go away like, I, I really hope we don't just go to a full streaming future no I, I am um, encouraged by the fact that people still want to go to movies with you like people are mm-hmm. still into the theater experience I'm not but I'm fine with that other people are and they will make dates with you to go to the movies. That's great. I don't think it's going anywhere. But I think people will go and search for reviews and opinions more before going. Because to go to a movie now for somebody that's a little cautious about this the medical situation will make it worth it to them. It has to be like something stupendously amazing. Probably like Spider-Man. I feel like people in the past, say like seven, eight years ago, if you saw a film, in, if you there was a there was a film in theaters and you were kind of on the fence about it, you'd probably still say, yeah, I'll go check it yeah. out, or at least I'll go check it out on a cheap night for like six bucks or whatever. But I feel like nowadays, if you're really on the fence about a movie, you're just You'll gonna wait. say, I'll wait till it comes on streaming. Yeah, like w- like Bond came out and Dune came out a month on after it came out in theaters mm-hmm. on streaming. I would have, I personally would have waited the month to watch Dune in my home. But see that blows my mind because like you okay going back to the theater experience for a second here you know that I like my movies as loud as possible but you telling me how loud it was I was disappointed because I've heard louder <laughs> I thought it was gonna blow my ears off like a like a concert or something but it wasn't I was expecting bigger booms yeah no it's never gonna be quite like a, a concert experience but I still say watching a film in IMAX, you're definitely going to feel it more than you would in a regular AVX or or standard cinema screen. No, I need like, I need the OLED deep black, (laughs) super color, hurt my eyes experience in a movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I, I, I got all there was visually out of Dune by watching it in a theater, but it's fine. We are different people. But I do think to your point that it is harder, like people on the fence will not go as easily to a theater anymore. That's why the only AAA movies are making bank during this time. Yeah, like established IPs, yeah. Marvel films. People um, will go and see them in droves, but nobody will see the, the smaller dramas like uh, like The Last Duel. Yeah. People will on the fence, they'll wait. Or probably Kingsman. I don't think people will go out and go see Kingsman. I think they'll wait for Kingsman. Yeah, I could see that. So it is... It's a... A trying time for anybody that's not a triple A filmmaker or film uh, publisher, which sucks. I was thinking earlier of all the times over the years. Um, most of this would was back when we were like you know dating, engaged before we got married. Because uh, yeah, I'd say like probably since we've been married. Oh, a few times in here. I'm trying to think since we've been married. Do you think you've been to the theater with me more or less than 10 times? We it's, went way more dating. I don't think we went yeah. nearly as many married. I would, do you think it's more ten, or less than 10? I'd say it would have to be like 10 on the button. Right? It's pretty close to that number. On I'm thinking. the button. Yeah. yeah. There's a few times in Hamilton I remember we went 
But yeah, but the theater was so close to our no, place. I know. Ever since we've <laughs> we lived back in, in St. Catharines here in Niagara, uh, I don't think, yeah, maybe once a year. If like, that, I wonder if like, I wonder if we would go more though if like the theater was still at the Fairview, they would just be so close. You the problem is, think twice about well, it. you know, like again, because we hadn't really settled in yet. When we were dating, I pretty much took you along to every movie I wanted to see, and I yep. quickly realized you're not as, as into movies <laughs> as I am. But you still humored me. You know, you went to see Tropic Thunder, even though you hated oh, it. Oh my gosh, no! Don't go to Tropic Thunder. Um. So, I yeah, fell asleep during so, Tropic Thunder. So I almost, like, I almost feel bad asking you to go see a movie with me now because unless <laughs> unless I know it's something you really want to see or you even bring it up to me, then yeah, I'm not going to yeah. drag you along. But you have other people to watch it with now. If you had you know, nobody well, else, I would go. Here's the other thing that some people are very divided on. If you did like a poll, I think it would be like a 50-50. Do, do you think most people think it's weird to see a movie by yourself in a theater? Ah. <sighs> I think it's less weird than you people going to like fast food and eating by themselves inside. It just makes me sad to see people by themselves. Like it makes me hurt. Sometimes I prefer like I'm honestly glad. For example, like you just mentioned earlier, a movie like The Last Duel. I'm perfectly fine seeing a movie like that by myself mm. because that's tough subject material. Like that's not something I want to bring my mom along to watch or no. something. Right? But something like a Marvel movie, you're not yeah. going by yourself. I mean, I would. You would, but, but it's, saying... it's less. It's less accepted, I guess. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's, it, you're probably not likely to see a lot of single people sitting in like a Marvel film yeah. or uh, you know, any other high but like, think for example, like like again, I would have been perfectly fine seeing No Time to Die by myself. Yeah, but I wanted to bring along as many people <laughs> as I could because a, I want to boost those box office numbers for Bond, and b, it's like I just want to share that experience with more yep. people, especially if I know that they're Bond films, like, Bond fans like myself. Or I appreciate you waited till it came to Cineplex and you showed me snippets of the movie, which is how I would have wanted to view it. So you did it right. Right. Now I have a higher opinion because I didn't watch the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I just like it's, I. I I lament the fact that I don't I feel like I feel like I love films more now than I did 10 years ago but I also feel like I watch less now than I did 10 years ago well do you blame that on Apex and I blame MVP? I do blame my my hold on my the, the hold that video games have on me yes I think I would be watching a lot more movies if I wasn't so drawn back into playing those darn games all the time I think but it doesn't help that you play two live games that have dailies every day and constant updates like yeah it, it, it's, it's a juggling act I do try to juggle making progress on those games mm -hmm. and still wanting to find the time to sit down and watch a two hour movie or a one hour episode of a mini series and you know but then just, like it's, it's just so sad because you do that and like you wouldn't be near where you are in MLB like you wouldn't Right, like you're that. gonna fall behind on something. So I think I think it's easier just to say I'm gonna fall behind on watching movies because you can always catch up on that if you really wanted to spend, yeah. you know, six seven hours over a weekend watching a couple movies. But it's hard though too because it's like that's true in some sense. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a Blu-ray or a DVD, but and streaming it could leave streaming. You don't know when it's gonna leave streaming, and then sometimes you want to watch something. And it's like oh, it's gone. Mm -hmm. It's like oh, okay, well. Now I got actually. Or like I always, I always kick myself when I put off seeing a movie in theaters. Yeah. I'll be like, oh yeah, like it just came out. I'll see it in a couple of weeks, and then you never know. Sometimes like the if there's like a lot of movies coming out in a short yeah. period of time, they get the popular one's going to bump something out. Yeah. Or if you put off going to see something in IMAX, for example, mm -hmm. and then you realize, oh, you know the the new. Uh, whatever the new hot film of the time is, like it's weird. Like, like right now, I was looking at the Cineplex listing earlier, and I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think Dune is still playing in IMAX right now, but mm -hmm. as of this Friday, it's being replaced by West Side Story. 
I didn't which know is, the thing. It's Steven Spielberg's doing a remake of a pop a popular musical from like the 60s, 50s, 50s, I think. Wow. But, um, and then obviously, but that'll only be an IMAX for a week because then Spider-Man's going to bump it out. Wow. Week. <laughs> one so, week. Go see her best side yeah. in one week. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a tough act. But do you want, like, I know you want to watch more films, but you don't necessarily make the effort to watch more films. Even if you say you love it more. No, that's fair. But like, put it this way, this is where I think most people would think I'm crazy too. I would rather spend like $25, $30 to go watch an awesome two and a half hour movie in a theater, like come out with a great experience, than I would spending that amount, whether it be time or money, to go to a sporting event. Mm, I think I've grown out of sporting events. Well, I still love going to live sporting events, but I'm just saying if you gave me the choice, if you said to me like, you can spend 25 bucks and go watch, you know, No Time to Die right now in a theater. Like, assuming it's like my first viewing, now that I've already seen it. If you can spend that, or, you know, you can spend uh, 25 bucks to go sit in the nosebleeds at a product <laughs> year of a baseball game. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I love sports, I'll probably choose the movie nine out of 10 times. So it's comfortable in there and you have yummy food. Well, I just, <laughs> just, you know, I mean, obviously, like sporting is unpredictable. You never know. You, you could get you Your could get an amazing game, or it could be boring as heck. Yeah, that's true. You know, but like a movie, it's very rare that I go to see a movie and come out thinking, "Oh, I wasted my time." It's mm, true. Like I very rarely will go to see movies that knowing, like I do a lot of, I want to say pre-planning, but it's very rare to me going. It's very rare for me to go into a movie uh, not knowing what to expect. I was gonna say not knowing the whole plot. Not not even that. It's just, <laughs> but I, I almost always watch a trailer before I see a movie, or at least uh, I've read about it beforehand. I know what the subject material. I know the synopsis. Like mm-hmm. I know kind of what I'm getting into. Right. I'm not the kind of person. It's very hard to for someone to suggest a movie to me that I've never heard of or seen before. Like that's true. To really, I would love to really be surprised one day and just have someone say, you know, hey, like if you're, there's this like indie film that came out and it's amazing. Like don't you know, don't spoil me, but just. You got to see this, and I think you would need a whole year off of social media to be surprised. Oh yeah, like social media, no forums, way. YouTube, no YouTube, anything. No yeah, no, it's nothing. Nothing surprises me anymore, which I guess is a little sad. But at the same time, I was, but like I mentioned earlier, since it's hard for me to prioritize my time management, it's not hard. You just don't do it. well. Yeah, <laughs> it helps knowing what I'm getting into. So you know what you get into every day on MLB and Apex. <laughs> no, I mean when I'm going to see a movie. I know. I'm, yeah, but. But it's funny, like, it, it is funny thinking that you do play a lot of MLB and Apex, and you do spend, if you equate time to, like, something you have, financial, I guess, like, something that can be wasted or or spent well, you get angry more than you are happy at your games you play. Whereas I don't get angry at films, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. But you spend more time getting angry. It's a good point. It's a good, uh, that's some good, um... <laughs> Something for me to think on. Here. Yeah, something for me to think on maybe for <laughs> over the coming year that I should maybe make a change in my philosophies and my the way I spend my time, right? Yeah. I, I think every literally every day I get older I'm like, wow, what did I do yesterday that moved me forward? Mm-hmm. Like, did I spend my time wisely yesterday? And then I try to make it better every day. And usually I fail. But I, I am I get more conscious of it every day. Like I don't want to waste my time because it's fleeting. No, that's a good point. Well, um, like I said, I apologize if this 
podcast night sounded a little unstructured, which obviously it was, but I feel like my points sort of connected together in a way that <laughs> the conversation moved forward in a, hopefully we weren't just like, you know, circling the wagons. I don't think we did. You said it again, circling the wagons. Is that a thing? That's a phrase. You ever heard of that? I heard circling like the wheel. No, I never heard of that one. Circling the wheel. Circling. Okay, we're going to look it up after. I think we did last time. Well, I've I mentioned this phrase yes. before. Okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I thought you were crazy, but one of us was wrong. But either way, it doesn't matter. So, um, what question should we pose to this? What email question? Why we pose do you love sweet? movies? <laughs> do you think anybody loves movies as much as Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> no, because we love to play the game of what, like, any. Okay. Go ahead. Go, Sorry. No, go ahead. Finish your point. Sorry. No, just like anybody will mention a line from a movie, Tyler will get it. Or anybody will mention like any synopsis, Tyler will get it. And like I'll be texted all the time. Uh, does Tyler know this movie with this person? And it has like uh, this synopsis. Oh, Tyler's got it. No problem. Like yeah, if I, you have a question, you ask Tyler. I, I admit, it's something I'm very proud of. I love being in a social situation and having someone being like, oh, I watched this movie the other day. I can't remember what it's called. And, I, and then they'll mention either to me the name of the actor or like a small scene from the film. And instantly I'm like, oh, it's this. Yeah. Everybody's like, wow. Yeah, that's it. I, I take pride in that because I, 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 my memory is usually terrible but when it comes to films oh you are insane yeah. with films like I would be I don't know if I would be in awe or angry at myself if I actually had like a trivia game with someone and they beat me at movie trivia I would be yeah, there's no, simultaneously amazed and also annoyed there's no <laughs> point playing seeing it with you because yeah. we all get annihilated well, we have that remember I was cleaning out a, a, something in our bedroom the other day and I found that did I get it for my birthday, I think? The that blockbuster the game from Catherine. Yeah. yeah. That blockbuster game. I'm like, oh man, we haven't even opened this yet. I know because no one wants to play with you because you're too good. Well, I want to play it though. <laughs> you gotta find people to play with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I hope that I don't even know if it's possible. I would say I hope my my love, my appreciation of film continues to grow as I get older. Mm. Uh I don't know. I I, like, I don't think I've peaked in terms of my film. No, love, but you also but, have to nourish it too. Well, yeah. But it's like, you know, it's like, you know, like sometimes people take a break from certain things, like you know, whether it be video games or a break or burnout. Well, either, yeah, that's what I mean. It could be either a break. Or, yeah. But I feel like I never have that issue with films. Like, yeah, mm. there might be some periods where I, I feel like I never go more than like a week tops having watched a, a film, whether it be a new film or rewatching something. I don't ever just like take a month break from watching films. Well, you know? I think in throughout the week you're always watching like reviews or analysis of movies too like that's what I mean. you're always consuming yeah. something movie wise right my knowledge is always just growing right so I think that's a fair point so yeah I don't know I question this week I guess we can post to the listeners would just be um, yeah what, what's 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 your thought process when it comes to watching films um, I mean it's different you know you go to films with your with your family members or your kids you're obviously you're experiencing that together but sit still sit still why aren't you sitting still Stop <laughs> jumping around <laughs> dance like, in the aisles like what 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 draws you into film what what makes you want to go to the theater is it are you just going along with friends for, you know because for a social setting you know you want to just hang out and you know you don't even necessarily care about the film you're just there being a good friend or do you you know do you actively seek out like me do you do you, do you look for like those obscure showtimes for movies that like <laughs> you know oh this isn't playing in Cineplex Niagara Falls I gotta go all the way to you know Ancaster Stony mm. Creek or even I mean I've never done this but I've been tempted sometimes to like go all the way to Toronto to see a, a rare film that isn't mm -hmm. showing around here right yeah. but, you know then you gotta justify the expense the time yeah so but still sometimes that's kind of invigorating like reignites your passion yeah. to just do something different like a different setting mm -hmm. so I don't, right. I don't well, know yeah, yeah. Well, give the email a shout out and then 
You can email your answer at whenoppositesreact at gmail.com. Yeah, I, I know I didn't structure that question very well. Just send us anything you want, any feedback you have about why you love watching film, what what keeps you coming back or seeking out new new films, right? Or what well, has changed your patterns. Sure, yeah. Or again, just respond to any, any previous. If you listened to like episode 95 recently and you want to respond to something about that, sure, send us an email and just mention the, uh, the episode name and the title so we know what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> Makes my life easier. Yeah. So that was 98. Two more to go till the big 100. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I can give a little teaser this week, and next week we'll just outright say what 100 will be about. But episode 100 will definitely be a top 10 list of a kind. And I, I think, wonder what it could possibly be. I think I think I'm really going to struggle with, not with coming out coming up with 10 things for this list, but I think I'm really going to struggle with how I'm going to sort out my my ranking. Oh, for this really? I think it's really going to be a struggle. I have to think of 10 yeah. things first. <laughs> Yeah, you may not have 10 for this specific <laughs> list, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'll look, I'll look. You'll have to help me. And I got to plan ahead for next week still. Episode, yes, so. you do. But you, yeah. You're good at coming up with ideas. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, we appreciate everybody's support. Hope you enjoyed the show tonight. We'd love to hear from you. And we'll be back same time next week. Boys. Bye. <laughs>